Seems like it's been a long time coming. I guess it has been a long time coming. But remember the excitement when we found that the PGA was going to move here and then found out that they were going to be on 600 acres way out in Frisco that had to be developed. Well, they're developing it. And they've also finished the headquarters. They had the ribbon cutting earlier Monday, and the man who built it, Will Pender, who is the president for Adolphson and Peterson Construction, AP, joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, thanks for having me. So so tell me what it's like to do a major construction project during uh, a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously it had its difficulties, everything from supply chains to, uh, you know, keeping our workers safe um, and really just going through the whole building process during the pandemic. Um, we put certain protocols in place to keep all the workers safe uh, during the height of COVID. Uh, and then we also had supply supply chain management. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a sole team member focused uh, solely on getting our materials here when the rest of the world shut down. And that was no uh, no easy task for sure. So, so tell me what the mandate was from PGA. What did they want and what did you deliver? Really, we had to follow uh, the, you know, the guidelines of the CDC, of course, and the guidelines of the county. Um, and luckily, construction was considered an, an essential uh, category to keep working. So we really never missed a beat, uh, but we did have to, um, you know, implement some things such as monitoring temperatures every day, such as uh, social distancing and wearing masks, just like everybody else was. Uh, but we just took it to the nth degree, uh, put out hand sanitizers, yeah. um, really to keep our workers safe because we didn't want COVID number one to affect their health. And number two, we didn't want COVID to stop construction on the project. So tell me about the about the headquarters the, the, that you delivered to PGA. I would assume it's got a great view of what are what two golf courses that are out there. Beautiful view of two golf courses. In fact, uh, they share the driving range. They actually have indoor hitting ranges that shoot out onto the uh, the driving range out there. So it's pretty unique. Um, a lot of training facilities and indoor chipping. Uh, facility. Uh, and it's totally about 106,000 square foot with those training areas with those, they even have a broadcast booth in there um, in offices. So it's a beautiful building. Um, and 150 folks are going to be working out of there and training out of there every day. So there's going to be a lot of golf tournaments that are going to be played out there on those two golf courses. Is this headquarters going to serve that also? Yeah, I think they have some in the uh, later, like 2026. I think they have a first tournament coming up. I don't quote me on that. But yes, this headquarters will serve the PGA, the tour, and it'll also be, you know, a flagship for those tournaments when they come into town. I'm sure everybody will be over there. So tell me, how, how are things shaping up out there? Are the golf courses ready? I know the hotel was delayed because of COVID. In fact, it was put on hold for a while. That's right. Yeah, I think uh, I, we didn't build the hotel, but as with anything, you know, hotels and hospitality kind of took a pause during COVID because no one was traveling. So that's uh, certainly understandable. The golf courses are complete. I think they're still letting them kind of grow in, so to speak, before they actually have folks play on them. But from my understanding, within the next year, uh, they'll be open and, and ready to be played on. You know, like I was saying, we've been through so much. This started out pre-COVID. You built through covid are, are there changes that took place because of that? Are, did you build exactly the same building that you were planning on building three years ago? Certainly the uh, the shell and core of the building uh, remained intact. Um, 
but certainly the furniture layout, the collaboration spaces uh, changed. Uh, some of the HVAC system changed to, to you know, further mitigate any future pandemics. So uh, you're through there, punch list, came in uh, uh, under budget and on time? Is that... Always, always under budget <laughs> and on time. Uh, no, we came in skidding on the finish line. Uh, we came in within budget, um, PGA, Cush Wakefield, um, and Paige, the architect, were all great partners to work with. Um, and we all locked arm in arm to get this thing complete. So you do interesting projects because now you guys are off to downtown Dallas for what is now known as the Santander Tower. I think it used it was originally the Thanksgiving Tower overlooking uh, Thanksgiving Square. And you're taking a ton of a building that was built for offices and converting it into apartments, right? And that, that's got to be quite a challenge. I mean, I'm, it wasn't plumbed or... I mean, venting for cooking stoves. I mean, how do you how do you do a redo like that? It's very challenging. So yeah, when you think of a traditional ground up uh, apartment facility, it's double double sided loaded and it's stacked all the way up. So the plumbing, the gas lines, and you know all those other uh, services, you know, just stack all the way up the building. So now we have to go into a 1980s office building, lay it out, cut holes, and make sure everything fits. Um, bring in the new services and everything. So it is it is challenging. Um, the logistics of it is also challenging. We have one elevator. We're bringing up all the materials in. And you're right and in the elevator. center of downtown Dallas. So all of your stuff has to go in and out right to the very heart of, of a, a congested area. That's correct. Yep. All the dumpsters have to go out and all the material has to come in right in the heart of downtown Dallas. So logistically, it's, it's very challenging, but we have a good team out there and, um, you know, with Woods Capital and Mintwood um, partnering with us, um, we're very excited about the project. And I think we'll see more and more of this as we see, you know, office vacancies and this work from home uh, continue. Um, we need to convert these buildings to usable buildings. Well, then, then, then the learning, you're going to be learning on the job, <laughs> how to do it in the future. So why, I notice it's broken down, it's, it's floors, if I know it's right, 18 through 25, and then there's a break, and then 37 through 39 you're converting. What's magic about yeah, those, those floors? There was no magic number. Um, the other floors that you did not mention are still occupied by office um, in which they want to keep those office tenants going. So they want truly a mixed-use experience. And up on the upper floors, on the top floors, there is a, a hotel up there. So truly it is a mixed-use with the hotel up top, the apartments in the middle, some office still in the middle, and then there's some retail and amenity space on the ground floor. So what, tell me the activity level, because you're, you're overseeing this, this region down here. Um, you getting a lot of projects to, to bid on? Is there a lot of activity? It is, it is. And it's, it's shifted in the past. Um, you know, I think still, if you have class A office, it's still going. Um, you know, I was just up in Frisco at the Star, and they're they're building two new office buildings up there. But um, you know, it's kind of few and far between. Office has slowed down a little bit. We've really seen multifamily ramp up, as we all know. Um, data centers uh, continue to ramp up, um, and then you know we're still in the K through 12 market, and the healthcare market is really ramped up as well. So it's still going uh, despite the recession talks and the inflation. Uh, people are still moving here and need places to live and work. Is the supply chain easing up for you guys, any? 
Not really. It feels like whack-a-mole. So um, one day it's the HVAC units. The next day it's the electrical gear um, and, and used to be roofing and steel and that slowed down. So it just seems like every other day it's a different story. Um, I'm hopeful with this new CHIPS Act because uh, a lot of this material depends on these semiconductors uh, with this CHIPS Act and uh, you know Samsung and TI building uh, manufacturing plants here that that helps ease this supply chain issue and, and gets readily available material to those those manufacturers. Well, do you have flexibility? I mean, can you change, you know, construction materials, for example? We can. We do that all the time. In fact, uh, that's one of the great things about our company is we usually get involved early in a project and we can design around those long lead items. So um, electrical gear is a, a, a perfect example. If we know what electrical gear we're going to use, we can order it early and design around that. Well, meanwhile, I know it was uh, satisfying for everybody to to cut that ribbon and get the PGA headquarters open. And did you? Are you a golfer? Did you play golf out there while you were out there? I I am uh, not a golfer, but I do go out at least four to five times a year. Um, I don't think they want me out on that golf course because I'll probably tear it up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Take too many divots. Will Pender's the uh, regional president for. Adolfson and Peterson Construction, AP. They just finished a big job at the PGA, and they've probably got a bigger one with uh, Centennial Tower. Thanks for the time today. Thank you, David. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.